Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are excited to be here again today. We've recorded a few episodes uh, recently and just talking about getting like over 100 episodes. I'm just really thankful for you guys continuing to listen and support us. Uh, We love doing this podcast. We really enjoy sharing the material, just having a good time together, making people laugh. So thanks for joining us on this journey. We're going to be talking today about something that's kind of joyful um, because it's we're getting into the holiday season by the time this episode releases. And so we're like, you know what, let's do something about joy. Um, And I'm not exactly sure where to take this. So I'm recording and usually Nathan and I are like sitting across from each other, but I don't exactly know where Nathan. What what the heck? What is that sound? Of course, Aaron, Aaron, I'm here. I'm out looking for reviews. Looking for five-star reviews. So if you can give us one, that would be great. On whatever platform you're on, do it now. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You rented a helicopter just so that you could come out of it for this episode and ask for five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those kinds of things. (laughs) You are ridiculous. It was totally worth it. (laughs) I'm sure it was. Hey everyone, I'm Kim Tolson. If you don't know me yet, I'm the person behind the Traveling Therapist Podcast, which is part of the SciCraft network of podcasts. I am so proud to be part of this network along with Aaron and Nathan at ShrinkThink. If you haven't discovered the Traveling Therapist Podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore the ins and outs of running a therapy practice while you travel the world. Be sure to check us out at travelingtherapist.com slash podcast for all the updates and lessons I'm learning as a traveling therapist and the adventures of other traveling therapists. Okay, everybody, now you know what you're dealing with here. Psychopaths who are going to tell you about joy <laughs> because we don't know all about being happy. <laughs> That's right. First of all, don't do drugs, kids. Just say no. <laughs> but first of all, this comes from one of our loyal listeners uh, up in Bellevue, Washington, named Yulia. Thanks for writing in. Uh, she was asking about how is it possible to be happy no matter what how to understand that everything in life is temporary and how do you find the balance in things. So that's what we're going to talk about because believe it or not, as Nathan and I were kind of unpacking this episode and talking about answering this question, um, you know, I started kind of answering and Nathan was like, I think this is really about joy. And then when we got down to the root of it, it was like, you're absolutely right. So first of all, like, what does this even mean? You know, being happy no matter what, 
um, what is that really, what do you think the question is really about? And what do people mean when they're looking for that kind of middle ground? Be- before we even get to joy, what do you think that question is really getting at? Well, first of all, I think we need to remember, little campers, that we have many emotions besides happiness. We have anger and madness and frustration, too, that we can still have joy in. And you sound like you're holding all of those back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost ready to murder you. That's what you can see. I'm just kidding. That got really weird and dark really quick. No, um, but I just wanted to point out that we have a lot of emotions as people. I think what what this comes down to is the idea of how do you kind of orient yourself back to like a good experience with real life, you know, rather than just being frustrated or angry or sitting there in your sadness or grief or depression, because I don't think anybody likes to do that. And so it makes sense to wonder like, how is it possible or can we even get to a place where we can get out of the rut that we're in and there are ways actually to stay in the rut that you're in too. So it makes sense to think your way out of it. Yeah, I think it, like you're saying, it's definitely a rut. And I, I guess I would start out by saying, um, if you think about a rut as being kind of the the two sides of the of the coin, or I know I'm mixing metaphors here, but you've got the two <laughs> the two sides of the rut, right? On one side, um, you've got the happiness trap, and on the other side, maybe you've got like the sadness or the depression trap. Um, if you kind of look at that from that standpoint, if you're expecting, and we're talking about your expectations now, if you're going about life and you're expecting things to be all good or all bad, then you're not going to find that middle ground. Um, In in essence, you're going to kind of be in a rut of happiness or in a rut of depression, but it's not going to be real. And it's not really encompassing the full spectrum of life. Because ultimately, if you guys know by now, you know, if you've had something good happen, something bad is almost always inevitably around the corner. Um, or if you've experienced something bad, even inside the bad, the difficult, something good is always around the corner or something good can happen from it or inside of it. You know, you're having a bad day and some uh, stranger comes up and does something kind. And you're like, wow, that like made my day. You know, like you're the first person that's been kind to me all day, whatever. And so what I'm really trying to get at here, I think, is that uh, from the get-go, it, we need to look at our expectations and examine, are we expecting life to be all good or all bad? Or do we have kind of a, a full range of expectations for life that it is going to be both? And so when something good is happening, you can enjoy it. You can appreciate the good for what it is, while also remembering that this is kind of a fleeting thing. It's temporary which doesn't mean you can't enjoy it, right? You just, you know that it's not going to last long and you need to like, I guess, develop some more acceptance for this will end and how do I move on and accept that life will then also go back to kind of normal or whatever, but also that on the other side, bad things are going to happen and I shouldn't be surprised by them, right? Um, Like this uh, one person, like we're talking about um, uh, relationship, this one client uh, relationship with her mom and um, she sent her a letter and uh, mom responds and she says something like, um, and I knew it. Mom was going to respond this way. And of course, then she did. Can you believe it? And I'm like, wait a minute. You knew she was going to respond this way. And then you're surprised. It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, I believe it because you told me that it was going to happen. Right. And then it did. So it's like, in a sense, we shouldn't be surprised when bad things happen. I think, you know, as you were talking, I realized and we Aaron and I talked about this a little bit um, in show prep 
And this just came to me now, so this is going to be a surprise to Aaron, I guess, a little bit. I think the undergirding piece to both sides of this is actually meaningfulness. Because the 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 problem with getting stuck in the rut of depression and, and whatever, being over there, and then also the problem, though, of, of being happy is that if you're just doing those there's and there's no meaning attached to it then you're somehow fabricating life like you're trying to squeeze the juice or may, maybe even get attention or keep people away from you potentially um by being you know either one side or the other i think of like um when you were talking about the rut thing i i went on a hike in hawaii on the big island to um what's kind of mainly known as uh, the green sand beach. It's one of the only beaches in the world with green sand. And the, uh, the, the native population there will drive people down. And it's crazy because the dirt is so soft that these four-wheel drives have war ruts into the earth that are like six feet tall on each side. And so you're, you're hiking for several miles and then you'll be, you can't see anything on either side of you. And then all of a sudden you come out and then you can see the ocean. And then you go back to where you're like inside of a rut again, if that's where you're at. And then you get into this beautiful beach, which I was thinking, you know, it's a kind of a cool picture for how the emotional experience works where, yeah, you could be somewhere right now. And, but the meaning, the meaningful part of that is that you're still going, there's going to be other things that are going to happen. And for you to just focus on the one experience you're having in the moment is not the entire experience of, of what your life is. Yeah. So if we, if we break that down, I think a little bit more um, like in that moment, like you're, you're doing something, let's say on the, on the happiness side, right? Like that's not all there is, you know, that there's um, difficulty uh, also in life. And we'll talk about that in a minute here. So with the happiness stuff though, like right now, if something good is going on, like I'll just give an example. Like last night, <clears throat> um, Nathan and I were out. We go to this place, this brewery that we always go to at the end of our week, and we're hanging out and kind of chatting through work stuff and chatting through, you know, kind of some show prep stuff. And I have this experience of like this is much needed. I think we both needed it. We both had I had been sick last week and kind of getting over something, and Nathan was really trying to fight something off. And maybe you can hear it in our voices still a little bit, but just spending that time together, kind of relaxing and hanging out, you know, we're good friends too. And so I'm just enjoying this. And I, I have this moment where I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. Like I needed this. Okay. In that moment, it, there's a lot of meaning that's going on there, right? If I'm just trying to create happiness, then what I'm going to be doing is I'm, I'm trying to extend that moment and hold on to it rather than being in the moment and just seeing and appreciating like, this is great. That's a, that's it. I mean, it doesn't have to be more than that. It also is not less than that because it's a great moment where we're laughing, we're telling jokes, we're you know sharing or whatever we're doing, and it's just like ah, I feel really fulfilled. Like let myself be filled with that because I know it's also going to be kind of like fleeting or temporary. Like it's going to be over, right? Because ultimately, um, we parted ways, went home, and that moment was over. But it's kind of like if you take, you know, I, I think about this. Um, somebody had told me when when I had my first child, uh, like, take a snapshot of it. Like, really enjoy those moments, those, those moments where 
your baby is, you know, new and it's like, this is just an exciting moment or maybe a simple moment where he he was, because my oldest is, uh, well, both my kids are boys, but um, it was a little boy and he just was like falling asleep on me and I'm holding him and he, you know, it's kind of drooling or something. It's just a sweet little moment where people said like, take it in as a snapshot, as like a movie or as like a picture in your mind and just sear it into your memory where you're like holding onto it. You're not extending it out. You're just enjoying it and appreciating it, making some meaning because you're saying like, this is what life is really about. Well, like last night was like one of those moments. Just simple things can have a lot of meaning if you choose to let them. Yeah. And, and it's kind of really on the other side of the coin too, because it's about having kind of your authentic life and getting to the joy of it. I'm not going to avoid the, the negative, to be honest with you, but I just want to put this in there is really the undergirding of all that is being thankful. So when you're, when you're experiencing any emotion that you're experiencing, if you, if you're having something that's going on, whatever that is inside of what we call now, you need to go with it. You need to experience it and let it be there. Because, and, and I think the reason why we often don't want to do that is because it, we think what's going to just take over. And when we say, when I say that, the implication is indefinitely, forever. This forever. Will, and ever, and ever. <laughs> it will never go away. But that's not true. It is, it is definitely going to go away. I mean, even if you think about the fact that another day will start, it, even folks that are going through a tremendous amount of grief, you know, that actually does wane and come down. Yeah, you know, it's incredible. I was uh, talking with a buddy a few months ago, and this really struck me because of who it was coming from and in the midst of everything that was going on for him. It's exactly like you were saying, Nathan. Um, This guy I was playing basketball with, uh, I know that he had lost two different family members. It was like a brother and an uncle within like a month's time. And I think one of them might have been health related. The other one was like actually killed in a car accident. So it wasn't like, you know, just grandparents dying or whatever. Like these are like tragedies. And I think this is like maybe a month out, a month after these had happened. You know, I'm expecting the guy to be in grief, but he shows up to play basketball on Saturday morning. And I'm like, you know, dude, how are you doing? You know, like, this is heavy stuff. And um, we're talking through some things. And at kind of the end of it, he says, you know, I just want to kind of encourage you because I was going through some hard stuff at the at that time. And he said, you know, I just want to encourage you that the thing that I've learned with all of this stuff is that the sun will always rise another day. And I was like, yes, that's true. But also, this guy is telling me this guy going through all this stuff was able to see that the sun still rises. And that the the pain or the difficulty ends and you can, he can still see the joy of life, man, that's somebody that I want to listen to because you found something, right? That even in the midst of hard stuff, there's still good stuff that is to be found. Yeah. And it, and not only is that true, but it's also the, the honoring of the fullness of the experience of the bad stuff, right? Because, you know, if you take the grief, not that we, we are not trying to focus really on this, but that's where a lot of pain is felt. And, you know, those folks that we lose would not want us typically, you know, would not be like, well, I hope that they feel bad indefinitely for the rest of their whole <laughs> life. I hope they never can forget me ever, every moment. And it's like, you're, here's the deal. You're never going to not feel uh, something that's like a pang in your heart. You're ne- it's never going to go away when a grief, uh, grief situation like that happens. But 
it will gain meaning, insight, and influence over the course of the time of your life. But in order to get there, you have to accept it and you have to go through it. And that is hard, but part of that orienting factor is remembering to be grateful and thankful for not only the experience that you're having, but for the, for the other people that are in your life. Yeah. And I think the same thing even applies, you know, if you just step out from like grief or loss, for example, if you're just talking about going through something difficult in your life, let's just say it's just something painful, right? Maybe it's even uh, just very temporary, like um, uh, you, you get laid off from a job. Um, and I know a lot of people out there are getting laid off and you can be laid off for a long time, but let's say, you know, you, you've got a couple of weeks or um, a couple of months where you don't have income and you're trying to get a job like that is challenging, right? Even for something that's more shorter term than uh, a permanent loss, like a death. If you're going through something painful, there is something to find inside of it to be grateful for. Um, you can go through a breakup, a job loss, a flat tire, just anything that's painful like that. And you can learn like, okay, these are my real friends, or I can learn, oh, this is what I'm made of. I'm able to overcome this stuff and endure it. Wow, I'm really proud of how I handled it. Or I'm really grateful for my friends who were there for me. There's always something even inside of the difficulty that if you choose, if you choose to be open to what it's teaching you, then the pain, the difficulty can teach you some really valuable lessons that only pain and difficulty can teach you that will make you stronger and keep you balanced. So I'm going to prompt you, Aaron, again, because of what you just said, because what I did not hear you saying, but I don't want other people to think, you're not really saying to focus on the positive. Is that right? No, absolutely not. No, that, that's like the kind of thing where it's like, you know, I got a flat tire, uh, a flat tire, but the silver lining is, you know, or so-and-so died, but at least they didn't, you know, it's like, no, it still is a, the thing itself is still a bad thing. I'm just, and I'm feeling it. I, I think that's the other part of it too, is like a lot of people, when they come to therapy, for example, they don't feel, and they don't want to feel the negative. I'm absolutely saying, nope, sit in it. It's crappy. It's no fun. It might even be heavy and very uncomfortable and you want to wiggle out of it with all of your might, but don't stay in it. And it, because if you allow yourself to kind of settle into it, you can look for some of the good that's inside of it. You might be surrounded by a ton of bad, and then out from the bad walks up somebody with some little bit of kindness that you're like, wow, that was really meaningful in the midst of all the bad. Yeah, we're, you know, our, our world is going through some weird things right now. There's talk about all kinds of stuff happening. And so it's possible that like, I mean, I had a person telling me earlier this week that they're looking at <clears throat> their companies looking at doing layoffs of 10% of their, their people. So when you were talking about that, Aaron, I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty real. Some of these people are going to be getting this in the next few weeks. And the reality is it's like, well, look on the positive, you know, like that doesn't work because, you know, these folks aren't necessarily going to know what they're going to do. The reality is, though, that as you're experiencing whatever you're experiencing, it's just about accepting it because as you accept it, you can learn what it is in there to be thankful for. But it is a choice. It is a choice to be thankful. You, it's not just going to happen. Yeah, and when you say acceptance, too, like I, I always need to clarify with people, you're not saying that what is happening is good, and you're not saying that you like it by accepting it. You're like, okay, I accept that, it's, that I like it. No, no, you can dislike it all you want, right? 
um, you can dislike that you can't fit into your jeans anymore, but you're like, well, I accept that I can't fit into these things anymore. Um, so acceptance is really, in my words, is just acknowledging that this is the reality. I'm not trying to change it or resist it because as soon as I try to change it or resist it, I'm like making it something that it's not, or I'm putting up a fight, which is going to probably increase my suffering about it rather than just accepting it for what it is. Um, and it also doesn't mean that you have to stay there. It just means you're letting it be what it is and adjusting yourself inside of it. Like you said, it's a choice. I'm going to choose inside to not dwell on it. I'm not going to like look away from it or pretend like it's not there, but I'm also not going to pretend like it's the only thing there, right? So there's this both and dynamic that's going on where, yes, life can be very good at times and at the same time, it can be very difficult. And if you can accept both, you can have an immense amount of joy. And as you are going through the process, right? So you have had something bad happen. You are accepting it. You're feeling that. And at some point, you might ask yourself, okay, these two freaking weirdos on shrink think said I need to be thankful for something. <laughs> you know, so then you say to yourself, okay, what can I be thankful for? The temptation will probably be immediate that you'll be looking on some positive side. And you may even, it may even be though that you are thanking yourself for the pain that you're in. Thank you that you feel. There actually are people that don't, by the way. There's a name for that. It's called alexithymia. Welcome to the jungle. But so at any rate, be thank, being thankful that like you, what, you have abilities. You, you actually have the problem that you have because you had a situation before that was, that was great. You know, and you now have a new opportunity. You know, it's, it's not, that's not really looking on the positive. It's just looking at the fullness of reality because that is true. You actually do have a new opportunity. You may not know what it is yet, but that's just a fact because we do it every single day, like what you were talking about, Aaron, with the sun rising. Yeah, and sometimes as you're saying that, uh, you know, it's like waiting. Sometimes you need to wait for the positive. You need to wait to see. Really, it's just to be open to that there is a positive. You know, I always, I always kind of give the analogy of it's like you don't need to go looking for the needle in the hay, haystack of like, well, the silver lining is this, you know. It's just being open to the fact that there is a needle in the haystack. Sometimes you'll find it right away, and sometimes it'll take a little bit of time to find it. But if you can just be open to the fact that there are positive things, even to be thankful for inside of difficulty, you will find them. They will show themselves because you're open to them. With that, I just want to thank you for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 